I woke up at about 5am and checked the weather. The forecast was worse than the night before. Bugger, I thought. It was marginal, yet doable. So I got ready anyway and headed to the airport. I was excited. I was going from Moorabbin to Adelaide International with one of my classmates as part of our CPL hour building time. This was something we'd talked about doing for a while and we thought it was pretty cool taking a little plane into such a large airport. We'd been planning it for the last few days and we couldn't wait to fly. It was decided that my classmate Tom will be pilot in command for the flight to Adelaide. However, we discussed and agreed on equal responsibilities within the cockpit. With only about 40 hours of command time each, we were about to learn a few lessons which will stick with us for the rest of our careers. Hmm, hope this clears. Yep, it should clear up. I can see some clear sky over there. Our plan was to go from Moorabbin to Warrnambool to refuel and then continue on to Adelaide via Mount Gambier to check the quantity of fuel in our tanks. We checked the weather and decided that it should be okay to go. The weather from Moorabbin to Warrnambool involved isolated showers with a cloud base of about 2,000 feet. We pre-flighted our Piper Archer and by 8am we were ready to go, except the weather had changed. The Warrnambool TAF had changed to have an inter with broken cloud down to 1,200 feet, but only until 10am. So we decided to delay our takeoff. At about 10am, we started the engine and proceeded to the run-up bay to set up the aircraft. I noticed a few clouds coming in from the west, and before I could say anything, the Morabinators had changed to say few clouds at 900 feet, with a broken layer at 1400 feet. With our eagerness to get to our destination, we both decided to depart Morabin under special VFR rules and continue with the flight. We took off, and on upwind, I realised the door had not been shut properly. I tried to deal with it while Tom flew the plane, but I ended up needing his help to close it. What's wrong? You can't get this blasting door closed. Get in your hand. Ah, uh, it's too hard. We'll need to go back and sort this out. Yeah, okay. Rabbit Tower, Zulu Tango, Quebec. Request return to land due to unlatched door. Zulu Tango, Quebec. Cleared approach. Join downwind runway 35 left. Follow the Cessna on base. Yeah, it's all right. I've got it now. Okay, I'll cancel our return to base. Rabbit Tower, Zulu Tango, Quebec. Cancel request to return. Door issue sorted. Request to continue outbound track. Zulu Tango, Quebec. Continue outbound track. Rabbit Tower. If it was a sign from above, we ignored it. I already felt uneasy about the flight as we were barely five minutes in. Nevertheless, we continued and cruised at 2,000 feet due to cloud above Port Phillip Bay. However, it opened up to a base of about 2,500 feet around Avalon and extending to the west. Yeah, we passed the worst of it, I reckon. Should be fine from here. Yep, I reckon you're right. About 30 nautical miles later, we encountered a couple of showers that were impenetrable. So we were diverting about one to two nautical miles off track to pass around them. Looking at the showers, I could see that cloud was about 200 feet off the ground within the shower, and it made me uncomfortable. I had Cass's 178 seconds to live video replaying in my head. And it was a strong reminder of what was possible. However, at this stage, they were isolated and it was achievable to divert around them while maintaining VMC. Soon after, the showers were becoming frequent. 
we decided to go through a lighter-looking shower in between two others. However, we soon realised that the visibility was not what it seemed. It was not IMC, but for two low-hour pilots, it was enough to warrant a turn in the opposite direction. I looked at my map, and we were now 15 nautical miles off track. This weather's not getting any better. Let's divert to Cobden and reassess our options. Yeah, copy that. We checked the weather on the ground at Cobden and the inter at Warrnambool had been extended until 12 noon. By now, it was about 11.15am. I suggested we wait on the ground at Cobden for about 40 minutes and we'll see how it is. During this time, we ran into a few local pilots who were also planning to fly to Warrnambool in the next hour, which made me feel a little bit better about our decision. 20 minutes later, they had gotten their car and decided to drive to Warrnambool. In hindsight, a good decision by them. I checked the fuel and to my surprise, we'd already burnt two hours of our five hours worth of fuel. So I did some calculations and decided we could hold at Warrnambool for 40 minutes before we needed to head back to Moravan and land with our reserves. It was close, but I was not uncomfortable. It was now midday and the clouds above our heads looked a little better. We decided to take off and assess again once we were airborne. There were showers on our track to Warrnambool, so we decided to go south towards the coast and see if we could make it through around there. We got to Warrnambool Township, about three nautical miles away from the airport, yet when I looked towards where it should be, I was looking at a wall of water with no way out but behind us. I was thinking to myself of what to do next. After diverting around more weather on the way to Warrnambool, we could now only hold for 20 minutes, and that was to land with just our reserves. About a minute had passed where neither myself or Tom had said anything, and the cloud was fast approaching. What are you doing? I, I really don't know. Well, then turn it around and let's get the hell out of there. I really don't like this. Yeah, OK, copy that. I realised at that point what we had got ourselves into. 30 seconds longer, and we may well have been put on the inadvertent VFR into IMC list. The journey home was largely uneventful. We decided to make another stop to double-check our fuel, and we landed at Moravan a little after 3 p.m. To this day, I have never been as happy as I was then to have our wheels back on the ground. The flight back, I was feeling disappointed. I was a little bit disappointed we didn't make it to Adelaide, but I was more disappointed that we had pushed on, thinking it'll be all right. We very nearly had inadvertently flown into IMC conditions, a place I did not want to be. I'd realised that we had been victim to something I had learnt in my studies. Risky shift. This flight was an experience that I won't be forgetting anytime soon. I learnt many lessons that day. Firstly, the weatherman isn't always right. Saying she'll be right won't get you through a risky flight. Always ensure you and your co-pilot are feeling comfortable and in control. And most importantly, listen to your gut. To say that flight was a close call is an understatement. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't finally snap out of it and realise we weren't going to get any further that day. It's helped me understand as a pilot how critical timing and decision-making is. 
All I can say for sure is that if we had left that call any longer, that flight could have ended a lot worse.